What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Jeremy John. And I'm Matthew White. And we are the Sports Reality. Just want to say thanks for tuning in to this episode. I uh, want to let you all know that you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Just go on any of those podcast directories and search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Hit the subscribe button so you can be up to date on all of our content. Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Happy New Year and welcome to the 50th edition of the Sports Reality. My name is Jeremy John and I'm here with my co-host Matthew White and we are here to bring to you all things sports. Matthew, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Jeremy. How's everything going with you? Oh, it's pretty good. Perfect. You know, starting off the new year super strong. Yes, we are. Um, Episode whatever. Episode 50, the big 5-0. That's a lot. It's almost it's almost a year now. I know, man. Well, actually, we're actually more than a year. We're oh, really? past the year mark already. I love it. Yep, yep. So uh, I want to thank you for everything that you do for this show and your commitment to the show. Oh, no, this is it's a good show. Got to get a... More more listeners from around the world. Uh, yes, we do. Um, what'd you do for New Year's to celebrate or ring in the New Year's? Bring it. Went to uh, R and B only party. Okay. One of my friend's birthdays, and you know, listen to some tunes. The like they use the term R and B extremely loosely, in my opinion. Perfect. They did play the weekend though, and I lost my mind. See now, now you make me want to. It like was only that. one song. What song was it? It was. It's the one with Drake. Oh uh, no, no, no! It was Loving the Crew. Loving the Crew. Loving uh, still crew Drake, love? but you know. Yeah. They didn't play one of the classics. They didn't play um, um, what is it? Uh, Glass tables. Nope. They didn't play uh. Nope. Dirty no Diana dirty, yeah, no, cover. No Dirty Diana They didn't cover. play uh, Heaven or Vegas. Mm-mm. Las Vegas or Heaven or something like that. They didn't play that. They didn't play Thursday. Yeah. They didn't play none of the wild stuff. <laughs> Kept it extremely tame, but you know. That's how it is sometimes. Hey man, I was working. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's just say I cleaned up. Oh no, I know you do. Jeremy always do. And then uh, had to get the late night food. Didn't, didn't get home until almost... 5.36 in the morning so yeah that's how new year's that's how new year's a uh, day and eve is supposed to go and then yesterday i was all i was in bed all day yesterday Bro, was not trying to move just you know sitting i made a pizza that was cool true i just had a slice jeremy just ate a slice of let's just pizza. say if you want some good pizza do not call papa john's which i mean i haven't eaten since no, yeah, no. we're all that guy yeah uh, oh, do, do not call Domino's, which has surprisingly gotten better over the years. Uh, do not call Lido's, unless one of them become oh. our uh, sponsors. No, yeah, um, <laughs> we're about to like hijack Lido's. Make sure you all contact Matthew White for a pizza. It's a great pizza because this slice of pizza that I just had was really good. Like competing with name brand pizzas. 
And we're also starting the new year pretty good because uh, I showed up fairly on time. Oh no, we're lit this year. We're <laughs> lit. Supposed to get here at 10 a.m. Got hey. here about uh, 10.05. Got here on time. So, yes. It was lit. So, um, we're doing well in the new year. I just want to uh, thank everyone for supporting us and uh, listening to our content. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, which is The Sports Reality. Um, on Facebook, The Sports Reality, and on Twitter, Sports underscore Reality underscore. You can also find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Mm-hmm. And soon we will be part of the TuneIn Radio family with a collaboration with Other Side of Sports. There we go. OSS 980. So uh, you'll get more information on that. But yeah, we're, we're doing pretty well to start off the new year. Things are happening. Yep, yep. We have a lot to get into for today's episode. We're going to recap the college football uh, bowl season and college football playoffs. Week 17 in the NFL. Of course, LeBron James is in the news again in the NBA. Always. We'll have our Chumpin' Champ of the Week, our Sports Free Zone, and our Reddit Topics of the Week. Can you give us a sneak peek on what the listeners should be looking forward to for the reddit topic uh uh-huh. so like it's not the 50 40 90 club but uh-huh. it's also an exclusive club in the nba got a new member yesterday perfect okay uh mine is about uh interesting college football facts i like it yep yep so um stay tuned for that let's go on to our hurry up offense and recap the college football bowl season i'm gonna ask you this question how many of these college football games have you seen in the last week college football zero <laughs> uh what's george not playing i mean not anymore right? <laughs> they're not playing in the in the playoffs <laughs> <laughs> not anymore talking about georgia they were upset last night by texas 28 21 and they actually scored a 21st point late in the season I mean, I'm sorry, late in the game, they did not look well. They didn't play well. Mm. Um, you know when I knew it was a bad omen for Georgia? What happened? When, uh, you know, the Georgia Bulldog, the mascot? Oh, he was sick? Did he throw up? Nah, he was attacked by Bevo. Oh, yeah, nah. You know who Bevo is? No clue. Bevo is the big longhorn. Oh, the <laughs> the, the cow. The, the longhorn nope. got loose nope. in the Superdome. No, dog. And... <laughs> that's only good. That's a Texas. What? That's definitely a Texas omen. Got loose during the uh, during the warm up during pregame. Did a cowboy have to catch it? I mean, they got they restrained it, but it, it, he pulled up on the bulldog, and I said, "Oh, that is a bad omen. Like, it's not good. These dudes about to get washed." And from beginning to end, the only thing that could have stopped that is if the bulldog would have like bit the. Like you know, taking down the the Longhorn. Perfect. That's true because bulldogs are they're, fighting dogs. That's what they're I'm gladiator saying. dogs. So in back in the day, yeah, that, I mean that's what they were. They were used. They were used for bull baiting. Did you know about that? Like I didn't, but it makes sense. Perfect. See, see, you learn something every new every, every day. day. You learn something new, uh, not just with us, just but just in life. Yes, but mostly with us. True. So Texas won. 28 21 
But uh, let's actually get to the actual bowl games that matter. There we go. On Saturday night, we had the college football playoffs. And uh, let's just say none of them were good. Uh, this one Let's the, recap some scores. Uh, Alabama beat Oklahoma. Alabama was number one. They uh, they competed against Oklahoma, which was number four, uh-huh. and they beat them 45-34. And Oklahoma scored a lot of those points late in the game. The catch did not up. cover the spread. I'd imagine. I don't think so. And then uh, Clemson smacked Notre Dame thirty to three. So like Notre Dame, something needs to be done with Notre Dame. Perfect. Like it, there's no. They stole that spot from Georgia. <laughs> so, uh, let me say this. I, it's ridiculous. I, Georgia, yes, I th- is a better team than Notre than Dame. Notre for, Dame. It's not even close. It's not close, but unfortunately for Notre Dame, they did not actually show. I mean, unfortunately for Georgia, they did not show that they were better than Notre Dame during the season when they had two losses. And they're too because yeah, they don't bad. get to just play whoever they want to because they're in an independent conference. Perfect. That's what? true. That's true. A- a Notre Dame has that luxury. They get to- Notre Dame is playing very good high school teams. <laughs> so maybe yeah. like one or two good teams though. So yeah. So Notre Dame got smacked by Clemson. So now for the college football playoff, it is Alabama versus Clemson. This is going to be the third, fourth time, third time in. Four years that they're playing in the national title. This is also the fourth year in the row that they're playing in the playoff. Because last, because last year they played in the semifinal. Um, so far the matchups have gone. Alabama's won the national title. The first matchup, Clemson's won the national title in the second matchup, and then Alabama won the third matchup in the semifinal last year. So, um. This is matchup number four. And then they went on to win the national. Yes, and then Alabama, yes. Matchup number four, who do you have winning? Alabama. Perfect. Oh, oh, we need to talk about what it means if Alabama wins the natty, though, right? Yes. Because that has some uh, NFL implications. It does, and we will try and get that to you all later in this episode. Uh, But, yeah, so you're going with Alabama? Definitely. I'm also going with Alabama. Um, it's hard to pick against them. Not only is Alabama's defense is just always really good, this might be the best Alabama offense we've seen under Nick Saban. Yeah, you don't want that. And obviously, historical historically, this may be the best Alabama offense ever when you start looking at the numbers because the game of football has, has adapted. It's changed recently. So this might be the best offensive team Alabama has ever had. Um, so yeah, we're in agreement. Alabama is the um, going to be the national champion. But I uh, just want to also recap some of the other bowl games quickly. Florida smacked Michigan 41-15. And Michigan was also saying they should have been in the, tour- in the college football playoff. Uh, Virginia beat South Carolina 28-0. Auburn <laughs> defeated Purdue sixty-three to fourteen at halftime. You know what the score was? Was at halftime? At halftime. Okay. Fifty-six to seven at halftime. It's terrible. Purdue scored the first touchdown, and then from then on, I've always really loved that they're like 
the Boilermakers. Like, that's cool. Yeah, they had a, a close game in the Alamo Bowl, which was uh, Washington State, Iowa State. Washington State won 28-26. Uh, Miami lost to Wisconsin in the Pinstripe Bowl 35-3. to Duke defeated Temple in the Independence Bowl 56-27. Why does everybody get a bowl? The whole system is messed up. It's bro. terrible. The whole system. Army beat Houston seventy to fourteen. This is no. This Army is, ended the year with eleven and two records. This is exactly why I hate college football. Like everybody, this is this is this is what would happen if every team just got to go to the playoffs in like the NBA and had to play like a, you know just like a one game or no, it had to be three games because anybody can win one game. Look, we're never it's gonna terrible. we're never gonna go back to what it was way back in the day. What you, what did it used to be? There just weren't so many bowls. There y'all know that's never gonna happen. You gotta expand the playoffs. You gotta expand the playoff, yes. Yeah. But that's it's weird that they are not trying to do that faster. Well, uh contractually this is another thing with college football. The TV con they get too like caught up in themselves kind of like they can't do things. Sometimes. The ESPN they, they their contract with the college football playoff mm-hmm. is tied up with ESPN, uh-huh. and I'm like, how do you tie up your national title with a media company? So they came into agreement that it's something like a 12 year, like it's either 10 or 12 year contract mm. and they can kind of opt out of it after like year six or seven and but I'm like the contract for that they have to have that it's four teams that is oh, for the that's terrible yes that is stupid like that's part of the contract that's the du- <laughs> like like who does that that's like the NBA saying hey you know what TNT wants uh, it to be a they best of four teams <laughs> yeah they and, four we, teams. and they want it to be a best of like nine series yeah no. <laughs> No, you know what happened if TNT would say that? What? The games would come on a different channel. <laughs> that's it. But TBS, yeah. something else. That's it. But yeah, so they, they, yeah. It's just, it's not good, man. It's not good. All these, I remember, so I think we need to combine how it is now with how it was back in the day. Less bowl games? <laughs> Let, we're not. It's not going to happen because of so much money being thrown Never around. Gonna happen. But if we actually had less bowl games and still had an eight-team playoff, it would be good because then in every bowl game, it actually be actually be good teams. I remember back in the day where you had to win like nine, maybe ten games just to go to a bowl game. Everybody gets a bowl game now. But now, if you win six. You can qualify because you could possibly go six and six and you qualify for a bowl. And then you're going to score three points. Somebody's going to run up the score on you. Real quick, just some other other notable scores. Uh, Yesterday in the New Year's Day bowl games, uh, we had this one was actually good. Kentucky defeated uh, Penn State 27 to 24. UCF came up short. Lane, Lane Kiffin? Nah, that's uh, that's Florida Atlantic. There we but go. UCF, who has been undefeated for two years, they finally lost. They finally lost to LSU, forty to thirty-two. Um, the commentators for this game very annoying. Who was it? Uh, I can, I don't even know. But they at the end of the game, they're 
their summary was UCF. This is the reason why UCF can't compete for okay, a national so title. Like, they didn't score three points, though. Not only did they score 32 points. Were they ever winning this game? Yes. Okay, see, they're being ridiculous. They were winning the game. They're being ridiculous. They got down, and they came back, got it within one score with about 40 seconds left in the game, went for the onside kick, didn't get it. But not only that, this is what they did not mention. UCF has their backup quarterback in the game because the starter went down the game before the second and last regular season game. And they still put up 30. Yes. Against LSU. With a terrible backup quarterback. 32 points. That's crazy. So they're just being ridiculous. So, But that's how the media tries to spin things. It's like they're telling you, look, this team doesn't deserve it. And because they finally lost in two years... They don't deserve it. They didn't have the same energy when UCF defeated Auburn last year. We didn't remember last year when UCF defeated Auburn. Um, there was the excuse that Auburn wasn't happy that they weren't in the national in the uh, college football playoff, so they didn't look forward to the game, and that's why UCF won. What? Do you remember that? I do. So, um, can we say the same thing about UCF that they maybe could. they didn't look forward to this game because Absolutely. they were one of the only. They were one of. They were the second undefeated team or third undefeated team in all of college football. They didn't make the playoffs. And didn't make the playoffs. That's crazy. Can we say that they didn't care about the Fiesta Bowl and Nobody that's why they lost? Nobody cares about the Fiesta Bowl. Anyway, so yeah, this this is the problem with college football. It's just way too many bowl games and then the it's games that games. actually matter is not enough of them. There's only four teams competing and the rest are just meaningless bowl games. And uh, real quick, the Rose Bowl uh, yesterday, which was Urban Meyer's last um, game as for a, a couple head coach. Years. <laughs> yeah, for a couple years. You know, he's about to teach like a leadership class at Ohio State. That like, he's going to become a teacher. I mean, that was definitely like part of the plan, though. That's not surprising. How are you going to become a leadership teacher, a, a professor, and you got so many problems that you had along the way? I mean, in leadership. I don't care that you've won national titles. Jeremy, that doesn't make you a leader. New year, new him, dog. He's not trying to hear this. What? Urban 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 Meyer new. Urban Meyer is a fraud. Perfect. Um just like most college coaches, they're frauds, but anyways. This is the last. They defeated um Washington and he's going out into the quote unquote sunset. Let's move on now to the NFL. Recap the scores for week 17. I'm going to ask you this question. Are you happy with week 17? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, I'm ready for four more years of it, I guess. Is it four more years? You just got to really go. Uh, it's only it's only two more years. Until then, you're in a Kurt? Yeah, it was only like a three-year contract. It's, that's so much money. It's fully guaranteed, though. That's the problem. So, it is, uh, it's only two more years. You got to go with this. It's no option? They don't have options in the info? <laughs> well, I mean... Team option? They may have an option, but it's guaranteed. Remember, he has... I don't care owner. if the team has to pay him. I just don't really want him starting. <laughs> I really do not care about the Vikings' finances. <laughs> um, let's, start, let's recap some of these scores. Bills defeated the Dolphins 42-17. to Lions shut out the Packers after Aaron Rodgers was uh, knocked out of the game early. Uh, 31-0. to uh, Texans defeated the Jaguars 20-3. to 
Patriots defeated the Jets 38-3. Panthers upset the Saints. Even though the Saints did not have Drew Brees, they still upset them 33-14. Dallas Cowboys behind Dak Prescott's probably best performance as an NFL quarterback. Going going crazy. Defeated the Giants 36-35 in a very good game. Saquon Barkley also set a rookie record in that game. Uh, Falcons defeated the Buccaneers 34-32. Ravens in a must-win situation to make it to the playoffs. Squeak out a victory over the Browns 26-24. Chiefs defeated the Raiders 35-3. And your Vikings... In a must-win situation. Did not must-win. Lost to the Bears. Lost. Not lost. Lost to the Bears. 24-10. They were kind of lost also. True. Steelers. In a must-win situation, but they needed help. (laughs) This was an amazing... This was great. They needed help. Uh, They defeated the Bengals. Yep. 16-13, but because the Ravens won, they did not make it to the playoffs. The Eagles made it to the playoffs with their victory in the Vikings lost 24-0 versus the Redskins. People at the game told me that it must have been 80% Eagles fans at that game. Yeah. Nick Foles is in town, dog. (laughs) Chargers. Main attraction. Chargers defeated the Broncos 23-9. Rams defeated the 49ers 48-32. Seahawks defeated the Cardinals 27-24. And the Colts win the AFC South by defeating the Titans 33-32. To 17. Then, of course, the very next day was Black Monday, and seven coaches fired. We have uh, uh what's his name? Vance McCann. Todd, Todd, Todd Bowles of the Jets yeah. fired. Then, um, Adam Gase of the Miami Dolphins, Dirk Cutter of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Crazy name, <laughs> crazy name, Marvin Lewis. Should have been fired. Of the Should have been fired. Uh, Doug Marone of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Should have been. Uh, he could have been fired, I guess. Vance Joseph of the uh, Denver Broncos. And this one was kind of a shocker. Steve Wilkes of the Arizona Cardinals, who only coached one year. Fired after one year. Uh, I guess. I-, I think he got the raw end. Of the deal. Everybody gets the raw in sometimes. Because he had a rookie quarterback that had a terrible offense. That wasn't his fault. The offense was really because of talent. Actually, I wouldn't even say the offense. It was the defense that was bad. And yes, he was a defensive-minded coach, but it was his first year. Those weren't his players. True. He gave him one year. And, um, yeah. Didn't give him a chance. Not only that, their general manager is a drunk who was arrested and charged for drunk driving during the year. And, um, yeah, I can't really trust known alcoholics outside of uh, Scott McLuhan, who seemed to handle it. Um, Can't trust Jim Irsay when he was going through his stuff as the Colts owner. Can't trust, uh, is it Steve Kime? I think that's his name right now in Arizona. Uh, I think he should be fired too because you hired this guy. And after one year, you're like, oh, you're out. I think they're trying to use this as an excuse to try and get someone else in there instead of Steve Wilkes. But anyway, seven coaches gone. 
I'm sh- kind of shocked that the Redskins' Jay Gruden isn't gone. Oh, Jay Gruden. What? This year wasn't his fault. It wasn't? I mean, like, not in, like, the people that could fire him's eyes. Nah, like... I mean, not in management. It's not really like, necessarily this year. It's just been his entire oh, existence. Okay, well, no, as then, the Redskins then, yeah, if, you, if you look at it like that, if you try to make sense about it, I guess. But you know, he could he could definitely go. He's not that good of a coach. He's not good. And of course, uh, the Redskins were shut out at home in a crowd that was dominated by the by the Philadelphia Eagles fans. Like, yeah, I think it's that time. I think it's I think it's that time. Jay Gruen. Um, have you heard any uh, potential candidates for any of these jobs? I mean, we've already had also uh, Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Jackson, who was fired by the Browns. Um, so the interim head coach is Greg Williams for the Browns. He did an interview yesterday. Yeah, he said he he's, he's, he's trying to be the head coach. I hate that guy. <laughs> I um, know you do. Mike McCarthy is in the running. Okay. And there's also rumblings that um, John, not John. Mike McCarthy for the Browns, right? For the Browns. Okay. Um, Jim Harbaugh of the Wolverines. There's a chance that he could be out there. I'm, the University of uh, Michigan pays him way too much money. Right? A lot of money. Yeah, I, don't, I can't see it. Uh, but the, but he's also lost every time to Ohio State. <laughs> And now Urban Meyer is not there. Can't lose. They can't lose to him without Urban. But then the, it's not as sweet. Oh, you beat him when Urban Meyer wasn't there. You know how it is in college sports. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Arians, his name is thrown around. I like that guy because he just took kind of like a like a leave of absence almost. He was just gone. He pulled a what's my man, uh, Vernon Davis's brother. <laughs> <laughs> he was just done for a little bit. Um, but he also, let's be honest, I just said Steve Wilkes was left with some a lackluster team. Oh, That team was coached by Bruce Arians last year. That team lost their best defensive player, too, also. Who was that? Uh, uh, Honey Badger. True. Like, um, you, can't, you can't lose somebody like that and just be okay. So, yeah. So, uh, that's one thing with Bruce Arians. But Bruce Arians' offense has always been pretty good. Mm. So, um, and he's a good coach. Players love him, so he'll he'll definitely be. Where's Kango hats? You know you can trust somebody like that. Perfect. Totally right about that. He does wear Kango hats. And have you heard him actually speak? Yeah. Yeah, his inflection of his voice. My yeah. goodness. He definitely like his. He knows what Russian creams are. <laughs> now, if you hear him speak without seeing his face, you're gonna think he's not. He's gonna. You're gonna think he's a different race. Let's yeah, just put it like that. <laughs> Let's just put it like kind that. of. Um, other NFL news: Antonio Brown and the Steelers. Hey, hilarious! Antonio hilarious. Antonio Browns was. Re- I'm sorry, Antonio Hell Brown. <laughs> Antonio Brown was reportedly uh, on the injured list last week. Nope. Before week 17, he's healthy. Then, <laughs> then it was revealed. It's a trick. It was revealed that he wasn't going to play because of the injury. Then later it was revealed. Actually, he was told by the team that he was not playing in week 17, which wasn't a must-win situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did win. Uh, but the report is that he was suspended for the week 17 game because he left practice on Wednesday, did not come to practice Thursday, Friday, or Saturday with meetings. Because of his frustration 
with Ben Roethlisberger and the Pittsburgh Steelers organization. Do you think what I just said is totally true? 100% true. Perfect. Um, Le'Veon Bell been frustrated the whole year. <laughs> this makes sense. Yo, I... Pittsburgh Steelers organization, they try to say that they're like a model organization. Oh, yeah, right. You can't have... I was telling somebody this yesterday. You can't have all these players that are so much better than the quarterback just not getting paid ever. Like, you gotta pay like Le'Veon. You gotta pay Antonio Brown. You got like... I, I understand that you get like the quarterback for whatever reason has like... They get paid a lot of money. For sure, no doubt. Like, that's cool. If you're going to get paid that much money and you're not playing well, then you got to deal with the criticism from the teammates that are, you know, suffering because you're not playing the best. You're totally right about that. Let's just say, now, let me just clarify this. Antonio Brown did just sign a contract. Yeah. Um, A, a big one by the numbers. However, not for it's, his not, production. it's not uh, guaranteed. And not only that, the way the contract is written, it's literally one-year deals. Like, the team has the option of just letting them go. Every single year. Yes. And yes, there's cap hits, but it's also not a fully guaranteed contract for Antonio Brown. Um, Antonio Brown, it was alleged that he threw a football in frustration at Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> which I believe may be true. That's probably true. It sounds like it's right. Extremely like it believable. Uh, Roethlisberger was interviewed yesterday on the Pittsburgh local radio station. He contradicted himself so many times. He said, yeah, me and AB were real cool. And then in the next breath, he said, yeah, I've been hitting him up since the incident. Or the he said there wasn't an incident. He's like, but if there was, I don't know anything about it. And then he said, I've been hitting him up because we're real cool. Oh, but he hasn't responded to me since he left the practice facility. <laughs> yes. Um, ben Roethlisberger is known for throwing his teammates under the bus. He's a wild guy. He'll throw his offensive lineman under the bus. He spoke about Le'Veon Bell and said, oh, James Conner with him. We don't really mess, miss Le'Veon Bell. Mm. Um, in remember that game against the Broncos when they lost? And he threw those like three interceptions. And he tried to blame... And Antonio Brown for I do remember running that. the wrong route. And Antonio Brown, after looking the film, actually did what he's supposed to do. You're not supposed to throw that ball, you clown, like in that situation. But anyways, Ben Roethlisberger, who, by the way, is a three-time accused rapist. Let's just let's just put that <laughs> out there. That's the hat trick, dog. <laughs> let's just put that that's out there. That's the hat trick. Even um, if two of them didn't happen. It's probably the third one, dude. Perfect. All uh, of them probably happened. I mean... Yeah. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Exactly. Um, not only that, he's had terrible issues with uh, run-ins with other teammates. Then you look at how the organization treated Le'Veon Bell and his teammates during the whole thing. They vilified him. Uh-huh. Uh, for his commitment to, you know, his his future. You, you know, you may not agree with it, but I know I want, at some point... The team should not be openly... The players should not be openly talking about this in the media. And they were. Coach Tomlin, he has a a role to play in this. He is not blameless. He hasn't had total control of this team. How much longer do you think uh, 
This oh, team people are can, talking uh, about Tomlin getting fired. Yeah, how much how much longer do you think Tomlin's gonna be there? <sighs> I don't know. Like, it depends. Like, what do you, can you move like Orin from Ben Roethlisberger this year? Definitely not, right? I don't know the contract situation, but uh, Ben Roethlisberger was drafted in uh, 2004. Yeah, he's been in the NBA for a long, NFL for a long time. Yeah. So, like, if there's a way, I don't, I don't know who their backups are or anything like that. But Backup is uh, Josh Dobbs and uh, Mason Rudolph, who they did draft this year hey, out of uh, Oklahoma State. Might be time for Mason. Who? Might be, might be time for young Dolph. In my in my um my uh prediction is Mason Rudolph is gonna actually be a good quarterback. And I say good, he'll be a good quarterback. I'm not gonna sit here and say he's gonna be one of the greats, but he'll be good. Um, I remember him in college and I remember him in the pre draft, you know, process. I thought that was a very good pick for the Steelers, and I think he's gonna be the future. Uh Roethlisberger Two-time Super Bowl winning champ, but uh, that second Super Bowl was uh, ten years ago, or almost ten years ago. Like at some point, you got to move on. Just like the Giants got to move on from Eli. Oh, yeah, no, they definitely got to do that. Like you got to move on from from Ben Roethlisberger, um, and Ben Roethlisberger seems to always be part of all negative situations with the with the Steelers. It's never anything good. And it may not Bowls, be it may not be him directly, but he is part of it. Antonio Brown uh, tweeted yesterday. Yeah, uh, it started when George Kittle, aka Stone Cold Kittle of the San Francisco mm, 49ers. I like that nickname. Uh, he said uh, he tweeted to Antonio Brown and he says, "Sup." And uh, <laughs> Antonio Brown not trying to go to no San Francisco. Well, Antonio Brown sent back the uh, smiley emoji. <laughs> that's hilarious. And um, yeah, so at least that's something that uh, that's uh, he's basically wants out. We know Antonio Brown wants out. Now let me say this: he was seen wearing a Cleveland Browns jersey wherever he was yesterday. That would have been funny. That that would have been funny. But let's say that let let me say this about Antonio Brown. Dude, do not go to do not go to San Francisco. There's no possible way. They would have to pay him. They can't. Not not only that. If you're having problems with Ben Roethlisberger, oh, no. <laughs> bless you with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> that's not that's not the one. Because Jimmy Garoppolo has proven nothing in the grand scheme of it in the NFL. And he's one of the highest paid quarterbacks Top in six. the league. That is wild. Um, other NFL news. Your boy Kirk Cousins did not come through in five the clutch. 25 against winning teams. 5 and 25 against winning teams. By the way, winning teams are teams that just have at least one more loss, one more victory than a loss. It's not even playoff teams. <laughs> If you end up as nine and seven, you are a winning team. And Kirk Cousins is five and twenty-five in his NFL career. That's right, right? I didn't just make that up. No, nah, you're right. That's right. Oh my gosh. Um, he's only won one must-win game. Do you know when that happened? Mm, it's probably for the Redskins. Yes, but do you know when that happened? No. In 2012. Oh, that's in his rookie ago. year when RG3 went down for a game. 
and they needed to beat the Cleveland Browns. That's why that's why this legend started. And he beat the Cleveland Browns the very next week. RG3 Everybody came Everybody's supposed to beat the Cleveland I, I don't want to hear. I hate Kirk Cousins. Why did... Uh, it's terrible. It's terrible. The so, Cleveland Browns. Uh, that's Jeremy's second favorite team, by the way. Perfect. Yeah, they, they are. They are. Almost became my first for a little bit. Almost. <laughs> Uh, then the Cowboys straightened up. There's still time. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? Um, but yeah. So uh, your boy Kirk not only didn't play well, he was seen on the sideline screaming, screaming, and yelling screaming. at his teammates, his receivers, and specifically lecturing Adam Thielen on how to run a corner route. Bro, Adam Adam Thielen should have punched Kirk Cousins in his face. Perfect. <laughs> so. Like, could you imagine somebody's doing a terrible job at their job trying to explain to you why you are doing the wrong thing at your job? Yo, I'd be livid. What? I would be livid. Kirk Cousins, what are you? What are you saying? So, uh, Kirk Cousins was out here running a wide receiver route. <laughs> you are fake news. Um, no, it, it he was actually trying to run that for uh, breaking down the tree for him. <laughs> <laughs> basically he was trying to tell Thielen like bruh don't you know chop your, your feet and then go like just go and Thielen you know was pretty much like bruh there's a reason why I put up record number this is the same Adam Thielen <laughs> that had 9 consecutive 100 yard games to start the season perfect yes you're, you're right about that okay he, maybe he doesn't know how to play wide receiver that could be it too I guess you're, you're totally right about that but of course, I hate Kirk Cousins. Not only that, you know, you saw the frustration from Stefan Diggs uh, throwing his helmet uh, on the sideline. It's another example of you know, just the 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 receivers are way way more talented than the than the person that has to get them the ball. That's true. That is true. This look, I know a lot of people talk about diva wide receivers. Oh, but, um, that, that's a thing. That's definitely a thing for it's sure. It's a thing. But, but they're right. You can be a diva and also be right. That doesn't necessarily mean you're just being like unreasonable 100% of the time. When it comes to the skill position players, yeah, they're, they 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 do probably the most amount of work. They do and a lot it's of It's not things. guaranteed that they even will get the ball. Because think about it, a, a running back to run a route. Think about it, a running back is going to get the ball handed to them. Are thrown out in the flat. The quarterback is the quarterback. They throw the ball everywhere. Mm. Tight ends. They get, you know, they're inv- highly they involved. They're either blocking or receiving. Exactly. But the receiver can run, the wide receiver specifically. And it can happen with tight ends also. But they can run the perfect route. Not getting anything. And that, if the quarterback's not even looking at them, you know. So, and it's every play. So, I kind of understand why they get upset. But yes, Kirk Cousins. Dumpster fire. <laughs> Thielen and Stefan Diggs were the best duo in the NFL when it comes to wide receivers. Especially when Will Fuller is hurt. That's, that's true. We we got to address that. Nah, well, he, he hurt all the time. I but know, but, but we got to address. When he's healthy, good. When healthy, Texas, Texas got a good, they got a great duo. Um, but yeah, Kirk Cousins, man, he just can't do it. He, he went from a team in the Washington Redskins to a better team, a team that was at the NFC Championship. Just only made them worse. A better defense, better running back, 
better wide receiver. The offensive line, okay, the Redskins, they're better. Definitely a better but it's line. But it's not like the Vikings are the worst either. Just, they're middle of the road. They're not good. They're not terrible. That team went thir- from 13-3 and three to, what, 8-8? Eight and eight? It's terrible. Like, Kirk Cousins, he makes losses happen. Nah, I've been rapping a lot about this. But the Vikings are your favorite team. Oh, look. You were just saying, so the, every, so, you're so, telling, the tr- telling, telling the truth, Jeremy. So the floor is yours. They're just, I, I, there's nothing that can be done now. Until, like, Kirk's contract is up or if they want to, like, move on from him. Or if he just randomly gets good for a season, which I can't see happening. Like, the Vikings are just in for, like, a lot of trouble. Especially with the Bears getting, like, how they are now. And the Packers, you know they're going to try to reload for Aaron Rodgers at least one more time. Vikings are not in a good situation. Man, oh man. Not looking really good. Um, Do you have your power ranking for uh, week 17? Jeremy, you know I do. All right, man. You You know know. I do. Start from uh, five to number one, Matthew. Five to number one. This is is for the playoff teams, correct? Oh, yeah. We're going forward. We got to have the playoff teams going in there. At number five, I have the Chiefs. Just because, you know, I I think the Chiefs are going to have a very, very difficult time in the playoffs without their running back and without a good defense. Uh-huh. At four, I have the Rams. I think the Rams are just one of the better overall, you know, well put together teams. I think they're going to have, I think they're going to struggle just because they're like young, but they should be pretty good. The Chargers I have at number three because they're super, they've been very hot the second half of the season. Phillip Rivers is looking like, you know, the ageless wonder. Just getting it done all over the place. Number two, I have the Bears because the Bears have beaten some very good teams recently. Super good defense. Uh, they just got their Jeremy's favorite quarterback back, Mitchell Trubinsky. <laughs> and, you know, they're looking you like they're going to be a news. tough team to beat. And number one team, I have the Saints. I think the Saints... Um, yeah, they should go to the Super Bowl. Unclear about winning, but they should definitely try. To, they they should be in talks to go to the Super Bowl. All right, so my list is very similar to yours, except one um, slight difference. At number five, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. At number four, I have the Los Angeles Chargers. At number four, mm. at number three, I have the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, number two, Chicago Bears. Number one, New Orleans Saints. That's what I have. I want to also give like an honorable mention to the Colts because they've been true. on fire. That is that is that and is I, true. I think they may upset the Texans. It's mm. an early one for Pickham. Early one, like sound. We need a sound effect in there. I, I need to add it. I do. We're I gonna do get them. I do. Two thousand nineteen new sound effects. I do need to add that. Um, talking about Pickham, you have a five game lead. Uh, for week seventeen, you went thirteen and three. There we go. I went eleven and five. Let's start off with the wild card week. It's only four games. It's only four games. Colts at Texans. Who do you have? Let's go Colts, man. I think. Uh, what's my guy, Andrew Luck? Mm, this one's tough. All of these games are, these are, this is a tough, this, this, this one should is, be a good weekend of football. This one is really tough. However, 
because they're simply at home, mm. and I don't think anyone on the Colts is really going to put a stop on DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, nobody really ever put. You can't. He's difficult to deal with. He's a whole lot of. He's a lot of wide receiver. I'm going with the Texans. The second game of the wild card round: Seahawks at the Cowboys. Jeremy had to pick the Cowboys. Jeremy, you have to pick the Cowboys. There's no way. I'm going with the Cowboys simply because <laughs> they're at home. And okay. Dak had a very good game last on, on Sunday. He's hot. He wanted to play the entire game. The team was kind of like, I don't think we're going to do it, but because of the situations of the game, the situation of the game decided to play him the entire game, got a clutch touchdown pass late. Not only that, they did that without Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. They did it without Tyron Smith, Zach Martin That's a lot on of the talent. offensive line. They play the Seahawks usually well at home. The defense is playing really well. I'm going with the Cowboys. And, of course, they're my favorite team. Um, but I didn't choose it because of my heart. Who, who do you think is going to win this game? I think the Cowboys are going to win. Like, this is a Cowboys W right here. The way they've been playing on defense, the run game. Seahawks defense is not – this is not uh, Richard Sherman and Earl Thomas and yeah. Bam Chancellor back there. Uh-huh. Like, this – I think the Cowboys should fare well against the Seahawks. Um, the third game of the wild card round. This is going to be a Chargers at Ravens. Who do you have? Chargers at Ravens. Nah. This is a difficult one. I want to say the Chargers are going to win. Okay. I think this is the one of the ones that we differ we have differ on. I think the Ravens got this. You got this. the Ravens? Um, behind Lamar Jackson at home. 1 o'clock kickoff on mm. Sunday. Baltimore is usually a very good uh, home crowd. They definitely. Ravens haven't lost a playoff game there in. It's been a while. A long time. They don't lose too many playoff games at home. So I think um, Ravens. Also, just the confidence of beating them in LA. Yeah. Just about two weeks. Not too ago. long ago. <laughs> so uh, or three weeks ago. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Ravens. Last game of the wild card round: Eagles at Bears. I am going with the Bears. I think the Eagles... Uh, you don't think Nick about to get it done? I think it ends here. I, I think it ends here. If they win, if the Eagles win this game, like somebody needs to start writing up the movie for Nick Foles going back-to-back Super Bowl champion. Like, already. I don't even care if it doesn't happen. <laughs> Who do you who who do you who are you going with? Uh, definitely picking the Bears. Okay, so I think it ends here also. <laughs> so you're going with the Bears. So that's our pick them for the wild card round. All right, so let's uh actually predict the rest of the playoffs. This will not count against our official pick them, but we will predict the rest of the way. Uh, so far, your predictions for the wild card round is this. You have the Colts, Cowboys, Chargers, Bears. I have Texans, Cowboys, Ravens, Bears. Um, so uh, in the 
divisional round, your matchup, you have you have the Colts going up against the Chiefs. Ooh. They might score 90 points. And also in the AFC, you have the Chargers going up against the Patriots. So first, uh, Colts at Chiefs. Who do you have? I think the Chiefs win that game. I think the Chiefs. Okay. They should win that one. It's going to be very close, though. And uh, for Chargers at Patriots, who do you have? New England. You have New England. Definitely. All right. For the AFC, for me, uh, Texans. I have the Texans and the Ravens. Texans will then visit the Patriots. And Ravens will then visit the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I am going with, when it becomes Chiefs and Ravens, hmm. I'm going to go with the Chiefs just because their offense. <sighs> Actually, hold on. You don't even know. I don't even know. This one's tough. You don't even know. Uh, I'm going with, uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs because it'll be a home game. Uh, a home game, I'm going with the Chiefs. Uh, well, the other matchup, Texans at Patriots. I think the Texans can do it. I think this is the year that they shock them and the Texans do it. So I have, I have Chiefs, Texans. Moving on to the NFC now. You have the Cowboys and Bears. We both have actually Cowboys and Bears Mm -hmm. winning uh, their wild card games. So then the Cowboys will end up competing against. Let me look that up real quick. Cowboys will be going up against the lower seed. They'll be going up against the, the, the Saints at New Orleans. And then the Bears will be going up against the, the, the Rams. So, uh, who do you think is going to win the Cowboys Saints? Cowboys Saints, I think the Saints will win. Yeah, I think the Saints win that one. Also, it's my team. It's the home game. Also, I just think the Cowboys are not in the not in position to go to the Super Bowl yet. So, I'm going with the Saints. And then uh, Bears at Rams. I think the I think the Bears win that one. Okay. I think so. I think the Rams are going to win that one, in my opinion. I think the Rams, they uh, Todd Gurley's going to be healthy. He'll be back. Hopefully. That's true. Um, now, they, of course, they don't have Cooper Cup, but they do have the rest of that team. And that defense is still that defense. They're still still pretty good. I'm not going to say they're great, but they're pretty good. Um, and then let's move on to the AFC Championship. I have Chiefs. Being uh, or Chiefs hosting the Texans, you have uh, who, what was your matchup? Uh, it was the you Patriots, have, you have uh, the Patriots, and Patriots and Chiefs, yeah, okay, yeah, Patriots and Chiefs. Who, 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 who do you have winning that one? The Patriots, oh, okay, 100%. <laughs> so you have the Patriots coming out of the AFC. For me, I have the Chiefs defeating the Texans. So the Chiefs coming out of the AFC. Mm. Uh, let's go to the NFC. 
Um, you have the Bears against the, against the Saints. Who would win that one? Uh, I think the Saints. Okay. I have the Saints beating the Rams in the NFC title game. So our Super Bowl matchups are here. Uh, AFC, you have the, the Patriots and Saints. And, I, and for me, I have the Chiefs and Saints. Who's going to win the Super Bowl according to Ooh. your prediction? I think the Saints going to do it. Okay, so Saints will beat the Patriots. I think the Saints are going to beat the Patriots. Okay, my prediction. As of right now today. Yeah, my prediction, I have the Saints beating the, uh, the um, Kansas City Chiefs. I have the Saints beating the Kansas City Chiefs. I think both offenses are phenomenal, but Very I think good. the defense of the Saints is just good enough compared to the defense of the Kansas City Chiefs. And that is our prediction for the NFL playoffs. Moving now to the NBA of course, the big news last week was the NBA Christmas Day games. Um, but this week, it was about injuries this week. We had some key injuries. John Wall is electing to do a season-ending surgery on his heel. So uh, we potentially will be seeing him at Rose Bar more often. Perfect. Uh, I mean, well, he's not going to be able to play basketball <laughs> where else would he be of course I had to throw that joke out there about Rose Barr um, another key injury LeBron James is going to be out for at least a couple weeks um, so far what's the record of your Los Angeles Lakers uh, without LeBron James I think it's one and one something like that yeah I think S- one one sounds one. believable um, they did defeat the Kings on lose night. Sunday night. Who who are they playing tonight? OKC. Yeah, they're gonna get washed by the by the Thunder. Um, but LeBron James was in the news again recently. Had an interview with I think ESPN's Rachel Nichols, and he stated that he is the greatest of all time because of one his, and two. They were one and two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, LeBron James says he is the greatest of all time because. As of his defeat of the 2016 Golden State Warriors. Okay. Now, as many of you all, I mean, many of you all who listen to this podcast, you already Jeremy know. Jeremy is a known LeBron James hater. Do not let him fool you. Um, I'm not a LeBron James hater. See? I am not. Here it comes. Um, I have LeBron, or at the beginning of the year, um, I had him in our NBA preview as uh or when we did our 50 greatest players of all time, all time. I actually had him at number 5 16 oh I had yeah, him at number, number 5, five. come okay. on 16 now that's disrespectful that was when we were having like the the pre-recording interviews like <laughs> our meeting beforehand I had him at number you must have moved him down a little I bit. had him at number 5 okay. um after the, the way he started this season and of course surpa- surpassing Will Chamberlain in the scoring uh Scoring uh, and scoring, and just what he's doing with this team, and what I think he will potentially do with this team, I have moved them up to number four in my all-time uh, list of NBA players. Allegedly, yeah, I have him at number four as of now, uh, and he still has a chance to move on up. Like I'm not going to say he's stuck at four, but I have him at four. I have him only behind Magic, Kareem, and Michael at this moment. 
But LeBron James is saying he's the greatest of all time right now. What are your thoughts on that? Being a Los Angeles Lakers fan and also, I guess, saying that my position of LeBron James is too low. What do you have to say about this? So, if you just look at it as LeBron James Cleveland Cavaliers beating the Steph Curry and KD like Durant-led Warriors, absolutely. Like crazy, super wild feat. Should never have come back. We're supposed to lose like all that. Yeah, sure. He can say that. He's getting, he's like, LeBron James has the wild stats. He also has not shown up sometimes in the, like, on the biggest stage. Like, that has definitely happened. He has some crazy losses. But so does everybody. Everyone has those losses. Everyone. Even who I have at number one, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan just never had him in the finals. Michael Jordan hasn't had embarrassing playoff losses. That's one thing we can't say about Michael Jordan. Okay. Where it was like, wow, Michael, you did nothing. Or, wow, Michael, you contributed to your team losing. Yeah, Michael Jordan went crazy in the playoffs. I can say that about almost every other great. That you contributed to your team losing this. this. Every single one. Yes. Remember at one point, it was tragic magic? Yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar didn't play well in a couple finals. Will Chamberlain didn't play well all the time. Even up against his matchups against the Boston Celtics. Not every time you can just say the Celtics were better than him. Will didn't play that well. LeBron James, who's saying he's the greatest of all time because of what he did against the Warriors. Let's not forget what he did against the Mavericks. And the Spurs. And the Spurs. Let's not forget. So you can't forget forget those and, and only recognize... That Warriors team. Also, and that series had a lot of uh, asterisks by it. Crazy things like Draymond suspended for a game. Steph Curry. I mean, well, Steph Curry doesn't show up in the finals all all the time. I mean, he was coming off a knee injury, right? True. But let's not forget this. Also, (laughs) this was the same Warriors team that was down three one to the OKC Thunder. It's true. And had to storm all the way back just to get to the finals. They needed Clay Thompson to go crazy. <laughs> so, yes, they might be record regular season record-wise. They may be the greatest regular, regular season, season team. All time. By going 73-9. and nine. Playoffs a different story, though. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, I have him number four. Of course, he has to believe he's the greatest of all time. I expect him to, he's to say that. He's supposed to. So I'm not upset at him. Jeremy's definitely upset at him. I'm not upset at, at him at all. But he definitely has to say that. I mean, I don't know what else you want to say. Uh, early MVP race. Who, who Who's in the MVP race? Uh, Joker. Okay, and who else? Um, who else has been bought? Uh, Kawhi Leonard. Definitely. So. Hmm. That's you know that's. I mean, of course, LeBron. Of course, like KD or James Harden. James Harden has been going bananas recently. Was it thirty-five and four hundred points in ten games? Yeah, he's averaging what thirty-five and eight in the last. Something crazy. Something like yeah. Something crazy. First player to do that in like forever. Also, he had a... Didn't he have a triple-double the other night? 45-point triple-double? Yep. Yep. 
Classic James Harden. Swing so, bananas. So th- this these are my candidates for MVP. Um, James Harden. Giannis Antetokounmpo. He could definitely get it too. Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Obviously, LeBron is going to be a candidate no matter what. He'll Every get year. votes. But here are two people we are not really talking about. Paul George. Okay. And Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. I don't know if you can have two MVP candidates on the same team. I know, but Russell Westbrook is having an even more efficient year than his MVP year. Yeah, because he got better players around him. Exactly. Now, scoring is down. It should be. He has missed this one thing that may go against him. How many games has he missed? It's probably uh, like 10 games. Like in total, yeah. Um, now, if he ends up just missing like 10 games during the year, maybe 15, he could definitely be a legit candidate. Can't go 20. You can't go 20 games. He's not going to miss 20. Uh, Russell, Russell Westbrook don't really miss too many. Like Not really. Not really. If he's healthy, he'll play. Exactly. So... I think those are two people like mainstream media isn't really talking about because uh, Paul George is having one of his best years and his his stats are turning into wins for that team. Also, that team is really good. They got a lot of players on the team. Really Steven Adams, good. very good. And they're still waiting for Andre Roberson to come back. The defensive powerhouse. When he comes, I mean, you're just asking him to really play defense. That's it. It's not like you got to get him into the offense. Got all the points covered already. Yeah, so I, those are my candidates right now. My candidates, and in no, and in no specific order. I just I just threw them out. You know, Giannis, Kawhi, Harden, LeBron, Russell Westbrook, and Paul George. Let's move on now to our NBA power ranking. Starting with you, Matt. Let's go from five to one. Five to one. Uh... At number five, I have the Houston Rockets. Okay. At number four, I have the Toronto Raptors. Number three, I have the Golden State Warriors. Number two, I have the Denver Nuggets. Number one, I have the Milwaukee Bucks. All right. At number five, I have the Golden State Warriors. Number four, I have the Indiana Pacers. At number three, Toronto Raptors. Number two, Denver Nuggets. Number one, Milwaukee Bucks. Let's move on to our champ and chump of the week. Every week, we celebrate those who do well, and we criticize those who do not. Starting with you, Matt, who is your champ of the week? Uh, I got two this week, and one of them connects to my Reddit topic of the week. Okay. Uh, Yusuf Nurch and Jokic. Baby, want a champ. Uh, Yusuf Nurch had a 5x5 five five game last night. Okay. 20 points, 20 rebounds, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, or 5 steals, 5 blocks. Just crazy big game. And Jokic had a 19 point, 14 rebounds, 15 assists game. Ooh. And yeah, no, they've been playing. Yusef, he's been playing a little bit better recently, but Jokic has been just killing this whole year. And the Nuggets have. They're going to be a scary. I don't want to say scary team in the playoffs because the Warriors are just still out west, but. They're a much, much improved team. My champ of the week goes to Floyd Mayweather Jr. Baby, want to chill. 51-0. 
52-0. My man won, what was it, a kickboxing it, match? It was, a, it was a normal boxing match. Oh, it was, but normal, it was against a kickboxer. Against a kickboxer. Yeah. Okay. Like a very, very, very extremely talented kickboxer. Yes, he is. And I, I swear I saw they didn't have shoes on. I, I, so I, oh, I don't know about that. In the video. I know it was in a boxing ring, and I don't it wasn't think he a got bo- kicked. I never saw a kick either. Yeah, so I don't never. think he got kicked. Either way, my man defeated this dude in the first round. Oh, yeah. And nine got million dollars. Nine, got $9 million to do this. Fought this in some foreign country. Yeah, not really not, sure where. With no media coverage from the U.S. Still beat this dude. Got $9 million. Also, I have another champ of the week. Uh, Serena Williams and Roger Federer. Baby, want a champ. Because uh, they played in a doubles match. Oh, it's it's, it's funny because they they said it how it was Serena and Roger were going up against each other, but it was really doubles. Uh, they were on opposing teams. Um, Roger's team won, but uh, Serena and Roger were able to uh, compete for the first time against each other, and That's there was uh, m- so much admiration for each other. Um, Serena was like, yeah, his serve is underrated. And um, Roger was like, yeah, her serve is very powerful. Like, <laughs> It's rated about right. <laughs> very powerful. And she was like, yeah, that's something you, you got to like take into account, you know, when you go up against her. So, yeah, that was a cool thing. Now, Matt, who is your chump of the week? Uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Because you're a chump. It's got to be the Vikings. Like you had one, they had one thing to do on Sunday, and they did not get that done. Like just win, win the game for me. I don't ask them for too much. Like just one, one time. Like Gary Anderson, the greatest, one of the greatest, second greatest Viking of all time, rolling over in his grave. Uh, is he dead? No, he's not. Not like no possible way is Gary Anderson dead. But it's just ridiculous. Like they could. Lost to the Bears every time this year. I, I know he wasn't dead. I was just asking that question. He's but. not the second best Viking you, but he, you know, scored a lot of points. Played football with one bar on his face mask, so you know it's from a long time ago. I mean, he was a kicker. Yeah, y'all, he y'all, kicked till he's like seven, like fifty maybe. Lost as a playoff game. I'll never forget that too. Yeah, that was wild against the Falcons. Yep, yep, I remember that. Made every kick that season for the entire season. I mean, I don't know why you shot Kirk Cousins as your quarterback. This is terrible, dog. Went from three and three to eight and eight, or nine and seven, whatever y'all record was. But, anyways, uh, my chump of the week is college football. Cause you're a chump. That's a big jump. Every, everybody got one. Yo, this whole College system, athletics. This whole system of trying to de- determine a champion. Look, Alabama's the best team in the country. They're going to show it. Mm-hmm. So, it really ain't even Alabama. But the whole playoff structure isn't good. The bowl system is terrible. The entire bowl season has been uneventful. Ratings are terrible. Attendance is terrible. Remember when like the Fiesta and Sugar Bowls? Remember when the huge bowls used to have sell out? Yeah. Yeah, the Fiesta Bowl was empty. Sugar Bowl. Everybody got a bowl now. The only like really really good bowl game that was sold out was like the Rose Bowl because it's the Rose Bowl. It's it's in Southern California. 
it's you know you have the backdrop of the sunset happening during the game and they actually had two decent teams in it you know ohio state and washington but overall the entire system is antiquated it is bogus and it really only benefits one school every year so yeah college football you are my chump of the week because you're a chump let's move on now to our sports free zone government shutdown is still going on right oh last i heard (laughs) yes it is um yeah this dude uh like uh donald trump said he's going to own this shutdown and yes he needs to own it because this is ridiculous don't be rude um, this is all stemming from him wanting his uh, border wall on the southern U.S. border. Um, so we're going to see how that goes. Other uh, not sports news for our sports-free zone. Are you going to uh, become a uh, vegan anytime mm, soon? I don't know. Thought has crossed my mind a few times. And uh, why has it crossed your mind? It's good for you. That is true. It's good to eat vegan, like maybe like one or two days a week. That's true, and I know you you've adopted at least that. Like a lot, like do, a lot of vegan foods. Yeah, and and where you would stay away from animal products for at least a day or two. You do that already. Every once in a while, mix it up. Sometimes I do it not on purpose. Sometimes just happens. Just the day goes. I'm like, yeah, I didn't eat animal products. Well, uh, if a certain celebrity asked you to become vegan, would you become a vegan? Depends on the celebrity. So uh, let's say those celebrities are Beyonce and Jay-Z. Are you becoming a uh, vegan? Uh, do not give a fuck what Beyonce and Jay-Z think. So probably not. They got to get somebody better than them too. <laughs> Me personally. So uh, Complex had a magazine, uh, an article that came out yesterday and spoke about uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z urging their fans to become vegans. Now, I did not read the article, so I'll put that out there. I did not read it. I don't know if they were urging because they just want people to adopt this lifestyle or if they're urging because of, uh, you know... Are either one of them vegan? Well, I guess by the headline, yeah. Oh, no, dog. <laughs> I'm assuming if you're asking people to become vegan, then Majority. you are Look, vegan yourself. Somebody got to confirm that. Somebody needs to, like, somebody got to check that one out. They might just got to check. <laughs> it's like, look. Got to check from Peter. That's what I'm saying. Peter just, they've been, oh no, it couldn't be Peter. Peter, a bunch of broke boys, throwing pain on people. There's no way. It had to be from somebody else. But. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, yeah, so that is. Uh, I better never see Jay Z with a steak or Beyonce with any. Oh, uh, I'm gonna roast them up good. And they better have uh, no fur, no <laughs> no leather shoes. I know Jay Z wear leather shoes. Like I seen him in Air Force Ones. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so they are urging their fans now. Of course, on social media, you had those who were just like, nah, bruh. Uh, you had people who were uh, saying this. When they oh, it's it's not cheap eating. It's it's not as super expensive, but like you got you got to learn how to cook vegan. Exactly. Um, you had uh, some people who were, you know, pretty upset that they were celebrities trying to push this 
uh, lifestyle among upon their fans. What? Yeah, yeah that's the reason that people like celebrities. Yeah, <laughs> people are stupid. People are dumb. Then you had, can't listen to people. Then you had some who were like, "Well, you know what? I've been thinking about it, and nah, I might me, check it out." It's chill. You know, nothing wrong with some tofu or some a little. What is it? Soybean product. And then they had some who are just like, yes, no matter what Jay and Bay do, I will follow them no. to the end of time. Crazy people. Uh, so you had a Crazy wide people. spectrum of people who who had their ideas or... or Should have got Rihanna and Kid Cudi to say it. Perfect. Or The weekend. <laughs> Somebody Matt likes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's now move on to our Reddit topic of the week. Every week we find interesting topics or discussions on Reddit. We bring it to the table and we address it here for you all. Starting with you, Matt. What is your Reddit topic of the week? Uh, okay, so like like I said for my champ of the week, uh, what's my man? Yusuf Nurich got a 5x5 last night. So I was on Reddit. And something pop out, you know, just while I was scrolling. Hakeem Elijah by who's I'm gonna say who it is. No touch No Touch McPherson wrote Hakeem Elijah is the all time leader in five by five games with six. His wildest one. Thirty eight points, seventeen rebounds, six assists, seven steals, twelve blocks. Mm. He has five other five by five games and then people are just talking or whatever and then like some the interesting part is the people that are on the five by five list uh-huh it is it, it's not a super long list but it's not like the 50 40 90 club mm-hmm. it's a kimelajuan has done it six times Carlinko has done it three times draymond green has done it twice nicholas batum marcus camby Derek coleman anthony davis vladi divaj david robinson Yusef Nurch, the one that shocked me, could not believe this person was on the list. I love this guy, great basketball player. Jamal Tinsley? Okay. He had five blocks some game. That's crazy. Like, Jamal Tinsley was like six feet tall, maybe. Yeah. So, uh, this five by five, you're. It's five. You have to score at least five points, uh huh. At least five rebounds, at least five assists, at least five steals, and at least five blocks. Okay. All right. So, I. Uh, the minimum is five in every category. Every statistical category. Yeah. Wow. Doesn't happen that much. No, it doesn't. Crazy one happened would, last night. You would think this happens, but obviously mm-hmm. the hard part is the steals and the and the oh, blocks. Oh, you got to get them both in the same game. <laughs> that's the hard part. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's a very good list. And honestly, that list are like all-time greats or people who will be all-time greats. And Jamal Tinsley. And, and Jamal Tinsley. It's very strange. <laughs> Jamal Tinsley was dope, but like he, Vla- he wasn't wasn't on the court as much as he should have been. I guess. Uh, and Vlade Divac is one of the greatest foreign players of all time. Definitely. International players. Of Used all to time. smoke cigarettes during practice. Don't ever forget. <laughs> yeah. That's a uh, talking about our Serbian brother. No, right definitely. There. We probably would have seen him at recess if he wasn't in the NBA. Yo, <laughs> absolute looking terrifying. But why you walk down the stairs? <laughs> Anything else on that specific topic? Oh, no, man. It was just a pretty good read. I suggest you 
check it out a little bit. Andre Karlinko was cool to see his name. That's another one that... Okay. Oh, okay. Also, something super wild. Nate Thurman, they they were talking about the quadruple doubles, and Nate Thurman had a 22-14-13-12 game, and mm. that's just a whole lot. Yes. So, like, they gave him an honorable mention. Wow, wow. Um, so, uh, my Reddit topic of the week is about college football. I already gave college football the my uh I'll give him a hard week. time again. I already gave it to them. Uh, but this one is interesting. Uh, the person who uh, submitted this was Cato the Barner on Reddit. And their uh, question, what college football stat sounds unbelievably fake but is actually true? He threw out a couple. Or three of them, actually. He said Auburn has had an undefeated season more recently than Alabama. Okay. He said, now, of course, if Alabama wins the title game. Then it's different. Then, of course, they have the most recent one. But as of now, Auburn has the most recent undefeated season. Did not know that until I looked it up. He said, uh, also, Sewanee, Sewanee University or college, once won five games. In a space of six days. Whoa. And they went 12-0 and 0 that season. So I was like, hold on. Who is Sawani? I thought it was a person. And I was like, who plays five games in six days? So I was like, is this a grammatical error? Is it a trick? I googled it. Sawani College in 1899. They are playing some back-to-backs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they played Texas. Texas A&M. Tulane. LSU. And Ole Miss. Listen to this. They were at Texas. At Texas A&M, at Tulane, at LSU, and neutral site game, Ole Miss defeated all of them in six days. <laughs> they had stuff to do. Where is the school from? I think they're from like Georgia or something. Like they were playing a schedule like it was a basketball team, but that's how football used to be. That's crazy. Sometimes they used to play like multiple, like back-to-back days. <laughs> Five games and four nights. They just didn't know any better. Um, and then a final one. In 1981, Georgia in the Sugar Bowl defeated Notre Dame 17-10. Herschel Walker rushed for 150 yards. And Georgia somehow finished the game with a stat line of 127 total offensive yards. Lots of sacks? Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> quarterbacks in college, when you get sacked, I don't think it's in the pros. But in college, definitely, college, they definitely, uh, you know, the sack yards count against the total yards. I like it. So they had some other ones. Here's some other ones that they had out there. Um, Connor Holiday threw for 734 yards, six TDs, no interceptions, and lost the game. There's no way. There's no way. It said it was a game where they had 119 combined points and it came down to a missed 19-yard field goal. Okay. How There's a way. Lost. There's a way. <laughs> There's definitely a way. Um, That's terrible. Here's, here's another one. Um, Georgia Tech won a game 222-0. 
Um, here's another one that they had. And I had it right here. It says, Indiana is the only Power 5 team to not have at least one nine-win season since 2000. Okay. And that was, of course, because Kentucky ended up winning, I think, 10 or 11 games this year. So, Indiana is now left. Uh, here's one. Kansas, a 12-win season in 2007. Almost played in a national title game. Kansas is one of the worst football teams. They, in, they're not. In they don't play football. football there. They play basketball. Yeah. Rutgers had some nine-win seasons in the Big East. <laughs> oh man, man! Here, I'm trying to find another one. It says uh, Michigan State went one and one in the 2015 Cotton Bowl. I don't know how that's possible. That's I don't know how that's possible, but anyway, someone someone has said that, and uh, let me just wrap it up with one other good one. Oh, Re- Will Greer, you know the one of the highest quarterback prospects in college football right now mm-hmm. says, "Uh, Will Greer has never played in a single bowl game because his freshman year he was redshirted, sophomore year he was suspended." He transferred his junior year. He broke his hand his fourth year. And his fourth year of eligibility, which was his fifth year, which is this year, mm-hmm. instead of playing in the bowl game, he's preparing for the NFL draft. It's very tricky. So, yes. So, those are our unbelievably real college football stats. Okay, before we roll out... I want to give some shout-outs. Shout-out to OSS 980, Other Side of Sports 980, Harold, D, Aaron, Jeff, for everything that they do and their great content. Make sure you go uh, check them out. Shout-out to uh, Curls and Sports, Sports Talk Tasha, Locked on Wizards, Hand Down, Man Down Podcast, Shut Your Face, Redskin Rundown, Soggy Nachos, After Further Review, uh, barbershop talk. I forgot to give him a shout out last week, but yeah, they, they always uh, chime in on our stuff on our material on Instagram. Um, working title podcast, of course, our usual usual listeners Warren, LJ, Chemo, Clay, um, our businesses that we support, Ming Reina's, Doll Parts, Eat the City DC, Home Court DMV. Anybody else that we need to give a shout out to? Mm. No, I think we got everybody. All right, all right. Well, uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram at The Sports Reality, on Facebook, The Sports Reality, and on Twitter, sports underscore reality underscore. Someone already has sports reality on, tw- on Twitter, and they have not tweeted at all. And they've had that account for almost ten years, and they haven't tweeted. And I'm trying to get very that. I'm trying to get that handle. I'm trying to. So maybe we need to start a campaign and tweet this person, and hopefully they actually get they actually get the replies and the mentions, and that they release that name because I want that name. Anyways, until next time, everyone. Sports reality. Peace. <laughs>